0: Initiate Orphan's Trailer. Welcome to The Orphan's. It's Baz Gilroy. Baz Gilroy, Gilroy, Baz Gilroy. Hello.
1: I am Geometrically Fabricated and Functional Reasoning Unit, but you can call me Jeffrey. Do you know what i are going to do to me? That's what I am to them out there. Just a spill on the floor that needs wiping up, aren't I? But I will
0: not stay here and witness your stupidity. You do
1: nothing but pretend! You don't care about me! Get up! He's gonna find us if we don't move. The Orphans. The Orphans. The
0: Orphans. The Orphans. Facility. Out now. The following program is presented by The Nerdy Show Podcast Network. Geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop. Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination. And with generous support of listeners like you. For more Nerdy Show podcasts, community forums, and to learn how you can support this and other fine Nerdy Show programming, visit nerdyshow.com. Ladies and gentlemen, from the borough of Queens, in the city of New York, This is the Epic Podcast with your hosts, Nelson. Ladies and gentlemen, coming to you from the beautiful and spacious Studio 6C in Astoria, Queens, this is episode 65 of the Epic Piecast. I am your host, Nelson Lugo. I am your other host, of the Dark Lord. And we are back after a two-month hiatus for the happy
1: holidays. Oh my goodness, you must have thought we were never coming home. That's
0: right, it must be a shock to all four of you listeners that there's a new episode in your feed. Uh, there's probably more than four No, there's four we'll talk about that no there's science you
1: must up. be so shocked though kind of like a like a, one of those pets that freaks out every time it's it's people leaves the room you know like, oh no woe is me i've been abandoned and then we came back two months later so actually that was probably pretty fair if you thought yeah, you had been abandoned exactly uh we so didn't
0: abandon we'd you. like to
1: apologize no for no, we would not like to apologize for <laughs> our absence, but we would like to apologize to our bosses at the Nerdy Show Network. Thank yes. you for the being very so forgiving,
0: oh. very understanding, very patient bosses at the Nerdy Show Network. Oh,
1: you're so patient. Yes, with, this um, of all of your
0: qualities, I think. It, I think it's your forgiving nature that really I think I admire the most.
1: That's yes, and all yeah. yes, your,
0: yeah. your uh, and your and your infinite capacity for patience and understanding
1: with our at best bi-monthly podcast (laughs) of inane chat. Thank you for still giving us a slot on the
0: roster. Thank you. Despite uh, our negligence. And you know what? It's the holidays. So if you're listening to this and you enjoy not only our show, but other shows on the Nerd Show Network, throw them some coin, you know?
1: Oh, you're going the extra mile. I'm going deep. I'm going deep. Yes, I'm going deep. Think of us as like your relatives. You love us, but you don't see us very often. But now it's the holidays, so yes. it's, it's time for all of us to Absence suck it up. Absence does
0: indeed make the heart grow fonder. We're going to put on a sweater and we're going to come and <laughs>
1: talk to you about your kids. How they doing? They're just, they grow up so fast. That's
0: right. I'm going to drink way too much wink, wink, eggnog. And I'm going to fall asleep in front of a football game. <laughs>
1: God bless us, everyone.
0: God bless us, everyone. No, seriously, we've not
1: been here since September. We didn't no do no episode since September, so I feel like You probably have questions. Well, first of
0: all, September was your fault. Let's just let's just no, put this sep- out there. September,
1: we did an episode, so yes, that episode existing is my fault.
0: Oh right, wait, September. Okay, yes. We did not do an episode in October. October was your fault. October was my fault. Yes. Because you were out and about touring cities, gigging like a real musician. Uh, technically, yes. Yeah. I'm
1: technically a real musician. <laughs> <laughs> by by if you use a dictionary definition, yes. Yes, I, yes. Folks, I was gone in October because I was touring around the West Coast and the Southwest and the Pacific Northwest and the Rockies. And a sliver of the Midwest with you know, MC as, Lars, MC Frontalot, yeah. and Mega Ran on the Mount Nerdcore tour.
0: As a as a recent employee of Dark Lord Industries and your official DJ, I, I, I gotta I gotta admit I I must have that invitation uh, must have got lost in the mail because oh. I don't remember being asked to. Come out right on tour. It
1: it didn't get lost. It just it didn't go to the right folder. It went to the I never sent that email folder.
0: Ah, okay, yeah, I never, I, I didn't check that. I didn't check that folder. Damn it! I gotta tell you, mm. I
1: I was on the road up and up and down the coast and and out there running around wrapping. You, you with did my how many shows rappers. did you
0: do? You did like like what two dozen shows? I know, like, it's more like twenty. Okay, it was like
1: twenty shows. Okay, it was basically an extension of the fall 2017 tour where we we did the same group. Also the Mount Nerdcore <laughs> tour, but we did it like a, just like on the east coast. So this time we hmm. went out to the west coast and nice. Who maybe, who knows, maybe there'll be an upcoming one in Middle we'll America cover what we missed. Now, a thing that did happen a lot out yeah. on that tour was a number of people did ask me where's DJ Lugatron? Oh! <laughs> so.
0: To all to all you wonderful one listener who's listening to this and asked about DJ Lugatron, thank you. Thank you very
1: much. Uh, And you know, yeah, it would have been great to have you. I just—you can't afford me. I can't afford you. You can't afford me. I've I've got to cover your your share of the travel and lodging costs, and I've got to pay you. Well, you don't have to pay me. uh, Once you were, if you got out there Uh and you made this agreement, sure. Two days into it, you would be ending tirades with the (laughs) sentence with like with the 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 clause, and I'm not even getting paid for this shit. (laughs) It's a lot. It's...
0: Touring isn't...
1: Touring is as wonderful as it
0: is unwonderful. It's... Uh, No, you don't... First of all, you don't have to... You don't have to pay me. You never need to pay me.
1: Yes, I do.
0: No, you don't.
1: As the CEO of Schaefer the Dark Lord Industries, (laughs) which I just found out was the name of this organization. Yeah,
0: Schaefer the Dark Lord Industries, or rather Dark Lord Industries, technically. I can't... Like, I have principles, and I... I'm sorry. Wait. Sorry. Wait. What? I do. When? Oh, Where did you get principles? You,
1: you should read my Facebook,
0: <laughs>
1: circa twenty thirteen.
0: True. No, but I mean, I
1: I have you. You don't ask people to work for free. You don't ask people to do things for
0: free. You've never asked me to work for free. I'm volunteering to work for free. It's
1: it's weird, man. If I'm making money, I have to be able to pay. I have to pay you. All
0: right, well, but yeah. then
1: there's just keep not.
0: me keep me in uh, you know a breakfast burrito and a comic book a day. I mean, I missed you
1: for sure, Aww. especially because. The show is – I mean, I know if you're listening and you saw the show, you probably had a great time and maybe you enjoyed my set. Maybe you – I don't know, but maybe you did. (laughs) But I can tell you, as I'm sitting here telling you that I'm not going to pay my best friend to do this job, Uh that the the show is so much better with him. Oh, stop. It is because I don't have to hit my own sound cues. That's true. Um, Somebody else – is doing something interesting to pull focus So it's not just a sweaty old man Grabbing <laughs> his dick and gasping for air Do you actually grab your dick? No, but I'm making rap trope references Oh, I
0: see Okay, fair enough
1: I mean, I do a little bit It's like that That kind of started a few years ago
0: Okay I'm not proud of we pro- it We probably need to have a Sort of off mic conversation I don't. The thing about is I, I don't
1: realize it happens And then I see pictures Of shows <laughs> I'm Like, what are you doing? You're if not,
0: you have a photo of Schaefer the Dark Lord grabbing his dick during a show, please send it to EpicPieCast at gmail.com. Oh, thank God for adding
1: during a show. <laughs>
0: <laughs> please send those photos to epicpycast at gmail.com.
1: It was, I had a great time. Good. I, I, I'm glad. You deserve it. I was gone the whole month and I didn't yeah. get back until the episode would have... No, yeah, yeah, time.
0: you were gone for a long time,
1: but it was it was an absolutely wonderful experience.
0: I'm so happy to hear that. Thank you. It, yeah. it
1: just felt like kind of the most. I, I love touring with those guys. I love working with those guys. I've known all of them now for over a decade.
0: Yeah, it's and been a
1: long time. so I feel like we've developed some pretty strong rapport. But this, this time, it just felt like a very. It felt like a very grown-up tour. Oh yeah, really? How so? For for a guy who's going around and like <laughs> getting on stage in costume and acting like a cat.
0: Sure. It
1: felt very grown up. Because like, I've had tours in the past where you go out and you play a show and then afterwards, like, oh, locals are having an after party. Let's go to an after party. Oh, dear. And then you end up at some after party that you immediately regret attending. (laughs) 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 And you get drunk with locals and you're like, I should have kept a little modicum of distance between them and myself. And you didn't. or Or you're just eating poorly all day and sleeping late and just getting fucked up and
0: oh. and just and just, to, just poor you know living habits essentially
1: yeah and this one was very I, I didn't get drunk ever nice no yeah I mean I had drinks oh, I, I had beers at the yeah. shows but I didn't ever get drunk and every night we just we would just retire to our hotel room yeah. or r- rooms and then we would sure. split up and, and we would sit at our respective workstations and we would do our accounting for the evening Sure, add up how much I made count out the money blah 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 Maybe take a shower <laughs> I would iron my suits before I would go to bed instead of in the morning wake and, and, and just drink a whole lot of water be nice yeah. and hydrated wake sure. up in the morning stretch Ooh. have vitamins go to what? breakfast it's, it was just and then we would go and That's do like awesome go and sightseeing in a way like I know that I've stopped to see goofy stuff before but we like we went to the the arch in st louis yeah <laughs> like a bunch of dicks <laughs> <laughs> it just felt i felt very much like a childless dad Aww. Uh, out there uh rapping and and it worked because you know i'm i'm not a spring chicken anymore and so i don't have the same um stamina on stage that i used to so sure. so uh, getting being well rested uh definitely benefited my performance yeah so
0: yeah well i mean you look good th- i feel terrible <laughs> well i mean <laughs> i mean you look better
1: but thank you you look good thank you yeah um and another thing that was that was exciting about the experience sure that i was alluding to earlier is that i learned that more than four people listen to the, the epic podcast
0: how because what proof what evidence do you have i have
1: no evidence you're okay. just gonna have to take me at my word
0: <laughs> that's not going to happen. well
1: Oh it's Roger. Um the 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 word that I'm giving you is sure. that in I would say I can't think of a city where it didn't happen. So I'm just going to say every city. Uh-huh. Somebody said something to me at the merch table about the Epic podcast.
0: One person in every city. So 20 people. More than
1: one in some places. San what? Fran, San Francisco <laughs> there is a concentration of Epic podcast. We places. got we got San Fran fans and also uh, in LA LA fans and Portland so I guess it's like a west coast thing
0: shout out to San Francisco LA and
1: Portland shout out to all of you shout out to everybody who came to see the show in the mountain yeah
0: thank you for supporting live art and giving my best friend money oh
1: and because I didn't pay
0: you I'm fucking wealthy now I'm buying stupid shit like a
1: jet ski oh I'm getting a
0: (laughs) solid gold toilet
1: no the money's all gone <clears throat> of course, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hookers and blow, my friend. Hookers no, zero hookers, and, and I
1: haven't done blow in Minutes. so so many years. Okay,
0: I have uh, I'm proud of you. Take me at my word. Uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's why we were gone in October. I okay. was out playing fake internet rock star with my awesome. fake internet rock star friends, um, and uh, then we came back. So, yeah, November, woo, November. Oh. The month of reckoning, as it's known in the <laughs> Roman calendar.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. You must have you must have been broken and bloodied by the time you yes. came home.
1: Oh, I was a shell. Yeah, of a shell.
0: Oh a- dear. Seriously? Yeah. Yikes.
1: Oh yeah. It took me. It took me a considerable amount of time to recover, even doing it well. So I kept thinking the whole time when I was here, feeling like this broken, bruised. <laughs> old rapping ragdoll. I was like, how could I have done this if I had gone and gotten fucked up with locals every night and passed out on their couches?
0: There's no way. That nah, would There's I no way. They would have sent me home. You would you would have broken something you might have needed later on in life. Yes. Yeah.
1: Mega Ran would have sent me home.
0: Oh. He would have said like, "He's got to go." Take a knee. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Schaefer. You got to go.
1: <laughs> We've had enough of your shit.
0: Oh. And he would do that. No,
1: but if he did, Mega Ran is the one who um if Mega Rand is ever disappointed in me, that just hurts.
0: Oh, no. You know and why? He'll just, and he'll just look at you and go, I'm just disappointed, man. It's because he was a school teacher. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and, and, he, and I've never been on... As far as I know, I have never been on Raheem's bad side. But I dread it more than I do with any of my other rapper peers. It's because he was a teacher. Yeah. So if he... And, yeah. He's like a cool teacher. yeah, And he's... I would say he is the best rapper that I know, that I could say that I am friends with. Wow. That's high price. I think that Raheem is the best rapper. So I think if Raheem ever gave me like a disappointed look and was like, oh man, I think it would just cut me to the core and I would, my life would do an about face.
0: I feel, I feel a little weepy just thinking about (laughs) it actually.
1: I've seen him address a room full of drunk people like they're a, like a classroom of children and command their attention and ask them to sit down and they just do it unquestioningly. Oh, yeah. And uh, that's power.
0: That's that's mad skills, yo. Yeah. Mad skills. Anyway.
1: Yeah. So I'm back. I come back. So it's November, the month of reckoning, according to the Roman calendar. And we uh, failed to turn in an episode again. Yeah. Yeah. Can we say that one is your fault?
0: Yeah. Yeah, that was my fault. Yeah. I I just wasn't feeling good. I wasn't feeling up to it. Uh, I, I, uh, uh. Yeah, I just wasn't, like, for whatever reason, like, that was the week I did that my body decided to, to go all topsy-turvy. So That's
1: it? That's the whole story? There's nothing...
0: No, I wish. I wish I had a grand sort of... No, I just... I, I had, was coming down with some kind of, like, flu, cold, pneumonia, black plague death thing and it just wasn't i just wasn't feeling good That sounds
1: like a really really serious diagnosis uh
0: no i just wasn't feeling well oh. i mean i, I kind of want to hype it up but i mean truth be told i just wasn't feeling well
1: all right well that's fair. yeah no
0: yeah. uh
1: you look good oh my well, thank you yeah yeah you know i think that mm-hmm. you recently can we, can we talk about your personal life Uh, When don't we talk about my personal life here? (laughs) Since you recently started shacking up Uh with... uh, Living in sin. Just a lovely woman. Yeah, she's uh, great. I've I've just noticed that the grooming of your beard has improved. (laughs) Now look, I'm not saying... Listen. I am not saying... (laughs) That you were some Brooklyn slob before. They were like, no, man, beards are in, meaning you're just lazy and you want to shave. You have just this unkept. Patchy nonsense <laughs> growing down your neck. You're always a very well put together man. Why well, th- you are <laughs> Thank you. everybody? If you listen to the show, you probably follow on on Instagram. You're very well dressed. You're yeah. very dapper. You 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 have an excellent sense of presentation of yourself uh, in the world. Okay, which is great Where because is this that's going? what people who are disasters do.
0: <laughs>
1: Especially, <laughs> I wear a suit every night, and I am just fire inside okay yeah you do the same <laughs> yes thing. absolutely especially yes. because we're both performers so yeah. there's a, a theatrical aspect of just interacting <laughs> with people in life where you can't turn it off and you're like hey i'm doing really great how are you oh bo- 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 got a quip handy zing <laughs> <laughs> oh my god inside you're just drowning on your own tears
0: yes <laughs> choking okay. on my own emotional vomit yes that said that You've set. always been very
1: very <laughs> dapper, very well
0: put this together. This is the longest qualifier but I've ever I But I have
1: noticed that since you started shacking up, your beard grooming is meticulous. Wow. Very clean lines. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've I have no response. You don't have to. You can pretend like, "Oh, that? Oh, I did Oh, that old thing? Oh, well, I didn't know." That's fine. just know that I noticed. And now everybody else who looks at recent photos of you who's assisted uh, this one as well.
0: Oh my god, I can't. Okay. Um thank you.
1: Great. You're welcome. <laughs> That's what I meant to say. That's what you say when somebody says thank you. <clears throat> You're welcome. You're welcome.
0: Great. <laughs> um okay. Uh, I don't know where to go from here, so.
1: You don't. You don't, you don't have to go anywhere. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> October, I was on tour. Tuesday, Tuesday.
0: We're not <laughs> even drunk yet.
1: I know. October, I yes. was on tour. November, yes. you didn't feel well.
0: No. And here we are. Here we are. And you had a birthday I in had a, November. Uh, yes, I did. You had a, were you, were you back for your birthday in time for your birthday? Yes. Yes. I was. Yeah.
1: I saw you. We went bowling.
0: That's right. That's funny. I hurt myself that night. So did I. I hurt myself real bad.
1: Yeah. 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 Bowling is a fun thing when you do it regularly or you're young.
0: Yeah. Not I, so much when you don't do it regularly and you're old.
1: I wasn't really considering that I was going to pay for this kind of novelty suggestion I threw out as for a birthday <laughs> gathering. Sure. I was just like, I used to like bowling. It's been years. Yeah. Well, it fucking felt like it had been years the yeah. following day
0: uh yeah I don't I don't want to do that again I do oh god it was fun it was fun right up until the I- day
1: after <laughs> who cares <laughs> you live in the moment <laughs> okay you sort out the consequences later yes Well, drowning on your own tears internally <laughs>
0: Uh, I remember that bowling alley having uh, delicious ice cream sandwiches. Oh, yeah, excellent. Yeah, I think uh, 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 Lisa and I had a chocolate espresso ice cream cookie sandwich. It was great. Sweet. Yeah,
1: I would go back there. Um. Okay. Uh, you don't have
0: to. Go. I would join you, okay. but like, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna make like. I'm not gonna plan an evening there.
1: Okay. Yeah. Well,
0: it's your place now.
1: Okay. Well, I'll take it. <laughs> okay. So, what let's let's talk about the last two months. Okay. Um any significant things that we have done or or seen or enjoyed. I um, mean, I know that there's one specific thing that we should talk about that we did together this month, but I don't know if there's anything else you want to talk about. I know you have been up to your eyeballs in moving into moving and getting settled into a new place.
0: Well, I mean, yeah, we moved in I moved in from Astoria into Manhattan of all places. Yes. Uh in September. Yes. And so uh, uh my partner and I we've been uh sort of making it in making it slowly but surely into a home. Yeah. And uh so that's a thing that I'm doing now. Yes. Uh and that's great and um nerve wracking. And it's great. Your place <laughs> <laughs> Your place is adorable. Thank
1: you. Uh, 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 I, that sounds a little. That sounds a little like condescending. I don't mean. No, to be, I don't take it that way. It's your part. Your apartment is incredibly charming.
0: Thank you. I think, uh, it's, I I, think it's very I, nice. I wish I had. I wish I could say I had a hand in choosing. But oh, I think, shut your dumb fool mouth! It I was just, no. It was all Lisa. She. It was not all Lisa. She looked at it and she was like, "This is the place." And I said, "I agree." That that was okay. That's how that went down. Th- then that was the
1: end of it, and then and then she just. Thanos, that apartment (laughs) with a snap of her fingers, and you were just sitting there playing eating bonbons and watching my stories, playing Dragon Age. Yeah, no, that didn't happen.
0: No, that didn't happen. Uh, no, she's uh, she's she's great, and and we're we're great together, yeah, and that makes me really uncomfortable. (laughs) God. I know it's weird. I get, look, I'm happy. And that's weird. It's really fucking weird. And I'm dealing with it. Um, and Lisa, if you're listening to this, cause I know you are, I'm sorry <laughs> for what? For, for saying it's weird.
1: Oh my gosh. Uh,
0: uh I am thrilled <laughs> for you. Uh, I
1: think the two of you are great together. I think she's yeah, wonderful. Think so she's way too good for you. Oh, Uh,
0: Absolutely. I fundamentally, profoundly uh, agree. (laughs) Without a fucking doubt. Uh, Uh, She is definitely getting the raw end of the deal on this one. And, yeah. Uh,
1: Um, And I mm -hmm. still... Okay,
0: here... Oh, shit.
1: Here's the thing that happened. Okay. For those
0: of you listening, Schaefer just adjusted himself in the chair, which is always Schaefer speak for, I'm about to say something which I think is serious. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Oh my god! I have so many tells.
0: <laughs> I never play poker.
1: Yeah, I don't. That's why <laughs> blackjack was my game. Nice. Back when I gambled. Nice. Before the dark times. Of course. Before the empire. Yes. Um. So uh, I spent the uh, the very end of November, uh, kind of in the doghouse with you. Like we we had a bit, of, we had a little bit of a rift, and <laughs> I feel. I still feel bad about it for um for how uh Lisa was affected by it, and I don't care how you i don't feel care about i don't care
0: about me but i i seriously like well first of all like you're you're my brother right uh-huh like <laughs> like <laughs> shit, like you could do shit where I will fucking hate your guts, yeah, but I'm still gonna like. I fucking love you. You like, have to. I have to. I don't really have a choice in the matter anymore. Yeah. So, like, if if either of us fucks up, we're just going to have to accept that we're family. Sometimes family fucks up, but you don't turn your back on family, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, that's, like, I, I was upset for for a little while. Sure. Uh, Lisa, however, hates your fucking guts.
1: Awesome. Then, great. All of the <laughs> the, the deep, intense, like... <laughs> Crescendoing self loathing that I've g- gathered in the second half <laughs> of the year. It's good to know that it's warranted. Sometimes no. it feels like it's misplaced. No, You're like, no, no, I'm no, just no, hating no. on myself for no Lisa, reason. But
0: Lisa was upset for exactly 48 hours. After that, she got over it. Yeah. Well, yeah. she deserved to be because yeah. I like we're not Well, good. the thing is that she was upset. Well, could, do you want to tell people what the fuck you did? Because if we were, we were kind of like talking around it. You're burying the lead here. We had. A, we had
1: made a plan yeah. that on Thanksgiving, I was going to go <clears throat> to Bunny's family, right. and they live like Washington Heights, so far, up, far, far upper west side of yeah. Manhattan. but close to
0: where I live. But close to where you
1: live, and yeah. I had not seen your place yet. No. So I, with Bunny, we were going to go spend Thanksgiving Day with her family. Sure. And then that night, you were going to go with Lisa's to her family. Right. And then when you came back home, we were going to come over to your place. Yeah. I would get to see your apartment, yeah, and we were gonna have desserts, yeah, Thanksgiving
0: Thanksgiving dessert,
1: Thanksgiving desserts, yeah. Oh my God, what a lovely plan! So many birds, a single stone, and um, and uh, you uh, you canceled. I didn't cancel. (laughs) You got back home. Uh You got back to your apartment. And then you texted me and you said, all right, we're home. And I responded, I'm drunk. That's true. Yes. Look, it was Thanksgiving. There was a lot of wine. A lot of wine. A lot of turkey. I ate an entire bird by myself. And I was just this vegetative, uh, this just (laughs) heap of flesh right, on a couch.
0: Half man, half turkey.
1: Yes. And I was like, I'm joking. You were like, okay, very patient with me. Okay, so that means what exactly?
0: (laughs) Right. It's like, it means
1: it's gonna take me a little while. Get up there. Just relax.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's (laughs) And you responded
1: with, okay. Again, very patiently.
0: Yeah. Okay,
1: I, Lisa, we are home now. We had a plan. Lisa made five desserts. Yeah. And I have a birthday present for you. (laughs) Uh, at this point there is no turning back from how no. I am gonna I'm gonna no. be the fuck up in this story yeah. there is no version of this where I, no. I'm gonna fix this yeah and I was like listen
0: out. cha 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 yes
1: you listen here I'm not saying I'm not coming up right but you're gonna have to give me a little while cause I'm glued to this couch sure and I'm stuffed right I cannot eat I'm I'm just lethargic yeah. Bah, 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 bah. And then you just very curtly responded with, oh, another time then. Yeah. And I like looked at my phone. Fuck that shit. <laughs> Who does he think he is? I'm the king of Thanksgiving, <laughs> you sons of bitches. <laughs> uh, so then I was just like, I was just like that irrational, yeah. drunk upset. No, I... Oh, well, forget it. And then, of course, like as soon as I left, got I... in the car to go home, woke up in that car at home. Sure. Um. Immediately, just this like sh- like oh, rapidly oh, accelerating dear. shame spiral began that lasted oh, a few days, and I, I felt terrible, and I still feel terrible. And it's, we have since come over. Yeah, Bunny would already been there before. So she's, that's true. Yeah. I still hadn't been. Yeah. but I have since come over. Yeah. since then, and had an, an absolutely lovely evening with you and Lisa. And I love your apartment. And I still, I still fucking feel bad. I'm going to forever because that's what I do.
0: Um. Okay. Well, I mean. Lisa and I don't care anymore. So this we're... isn't
1: about you guys anymore.
0: It's about me and
1: myself.
0: Well, to to sort of like supply some context on my end, uh-huh. Lisa, if you're listening, I love you very much. <laughs> um, my partner comes from a background of abundance.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, it's incapable. She is incapable. Of thinking small, just it's just not in her nature, right? So, she can't make, and she's a baker. She's a, she loves to bake. She's she a pastry bakes, chef. Yeah, she she bakes pies and cakes and breads all the fucking time. She just this is a, one of her one of her sort of like side hobby passions. This is a thing that she just loves to do. But when she's doing it for her or just I guess us in general, she's only making like one thing at a time, right? Mm-hmm. But if there's a plan to come over to have dessert making and serving one dessert is a personal insult to her oh she can't she can't do it she's incapable of not just going balls to the wall pastry time and so she made not one not two but five fucking desserts (laughs) um I had to rein her back because I think the original plan was like 10 so like I reined her back
1: I'm like, at the same time, I'm so glad that I didn't, like, get sick at your apartment. Not, like, from being drunk, but, like, I would have just... It's Thanksgiving. <laughs> it's like, it's such a
0: Caligulan holiday. Yes, that I would have showed up is. and, like, I'm
1: full, but I don't care. Give me everything. And just start and shoving just, it in my dumbass face.
0: <laughs> and then popping at the seams, yes. Yeah. Um, now, she doesn't mind doing it. She fucking loves doing it. But, like, the like two days prior, she was baking for, like, eight hours a day. <sighs> Oh, God, Lisa, I'm so sorry. <laughs> but, like, on top of that, we we drove out all the way up to, to Long Island to be with her family during the day, yeah. which was absolutely lovely. Yeah. But we left early to get back in time to meet up with you. Mm. <laughs> mm. It just fucking <laughs> twists. It just
1: twists the knife that I already sh- plunged into my belly.
0: So, like, when you said, I'll be there when I'll be there, bitch. I was just kind of looking at the phone going, wait. Seriously? This is um okay, like I was speechless. I I had I had no response for you. Yeah. I didn't know how to I, respond to you. I didn't deserve one. <laughs> uh, but you apologized and you came over. We had desserts. You got your present, no big. My present was awesome. Eh, it's all right. No.
1: <laughs> and and your apartment was awesome and uh the desserts that we had when we were over there. were Fucking awesome.
0: Uh what did she make again? Uh shortcake. <gasps> That's right. Vanilla and chocolate shortcake. Oh my god. Yeah. So decadent. That's my Lisa.
1: Um but anyway, so yeah, uh happy Thanksgiving.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I, we
1: got to add it now and for our listeners too because we didn't do an episode. Today. Gobble gobble motherfuckers. Wish them a happy Thanksgiving. Gobble gobble. <laughs> <laughs> And then it became Christmas season.
0: Yeah, you know, I have a question. This has been this has been on my mind all day. Go on. Uh, what is the worst Christmas gift you ever got? The worst, Chris- the worst Christmas gift you ever. And I'm not talking about like office secret Santa's because that doesn't count because these people don't fucking know you, right? Uh huh. I'm talking about the worst Christmas gift from someone who should have known better.
1: Oh God, I feel like the worst Christmas gift from somebody who should have known better. Could have also, like, it's, it's going to be complicated because they, like, uh, will have always had the very best intentions at heart. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. Um, I, oh, boy. I If I'd had some time to prepare, I could have thought about this. But right. I've got one I could throw out. Yeah, there. yeah. Go for and it. And I don't know if this one counts because it's, I think it's mean, or it feels cruel to me to dishonor the memory of my lovely mother. <laughs> by saying that she gave me the worst Christmas present ever because my mom fucking killed it at Christmas. Oh, yeah. She loved Christmas. Oh, yeah. She always spoiled me. Um, and then as I became an adult, I just spent every Christmas doting over her. Of with course. With just ridiculous, detailed, elaborate, thoughtful, expensive yeah. cornucopia of gifts <laughs> to like pay back for this awesome childhood that sure. I had with all these sacrifices that she constantly made. Sure. Yeah. Um, but one year. So, so even saying that like she gave me, I, I don't remember what else I got this particular, particular year, but yeah. she would have given me a number of gifts. And one of them, um, though, could have qualified as the worst Christmas gift I ever got. Okay. There would have been a number of other gifts with it. Um, that were great. That were probably great, but yeah. I don't remember them because they were all overshadowed.
0: I love this. By this one thing. All right. You don't need to qualify it anymore. We get it. We get it. Okay, so give us give us a juicy part. I was probably 16 or 17 oh that's the worst age
1: it was all right that meant I meant I could stop getting transformers and start getting skateboard stuff
0: oh sure was,
1: and then punk rock records sure like sure she among my Christmas gifts this one year um, I'm gonna say I was 16 yeah uh, there was a box that was just full of um, uh, birth control options <laughs> now it was a box that had, like, a variety of condoms. Okay. But the <laughs> one thing that makes it worse, though, the thing that makes it worse than yeah. that is not just condoms, but, like, a few different brands of The Sponge. Do you remember The Sponge? Yeah. Nobody uses The Sponge anymore. No. Nobody uses diaphragms anymore. But it was like you could buy them over the counter and it was like this sponge that was like, I don't know, made of spermicide or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the the woman, I guess, would like insert it. Uh-huh. And that was, that was the... It
0: was a barrier.
1: It was for preventing pregnancy. Obviously, it had nothing to do with like STDs. No,
0: no, no, no. Uh,
1: that's my name. Cricket. Anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so it was this first... So it was a box of condoms and... Sponges. Now, like your mom, my mom gave for
0: Christmas. For Christmas, gave you a box of contraceptives.
1: She like put it in a. It was like wrapped up in Christmas like Charlie Brown wrapping paper too.
0: What? So it was so like. What was was the thought behind? Did you ask her? Like what's this? No, I think the thought was that (laughs) she was
1: concerned. It was like Uh she was a a, a, No, that I was becoming. Sexually aware, she didn't realize it was sure. sexually active, but sure. she thought that I was probably
0: soon going to, become, to be. Sure, and she okay. wanted to
1: get in front of this thing and be like, I want to like be a, like help you and and provide these things for you to, so that you don't have like this kind of Aww. bad experience. Um, now That's my, my kind mom and I
0: very sweet, a <laughs> misguided sort of Now, <laughs> it's, it's worth
1: pointing out my mom and I never had the sex talk, okay? Like, she raised me, I ne- we never had the sex talk, right? Uh, I grew up. No television was censored to me, so sure. I, sure, I sure, sure. had just watched just R-rated movies on Cinemax all sure. the time. I, sure. I, I had it all pretty yeah, yeah. figured out. You had a general before idea. puberty, yeah. Um, and so there was like a moment when I'd like become a teenager, and this I think this was this was the same year where she was like, like my brother came home from college, my older brother Todd, <laughs> and we went for a drive. And Todd tried to give me the talk. And I was like, dude, Uh, I know all of this. And the last thing I want to hear is your goofy redneck ass. (laughs) Try to explain it to me. And he did it, though, like a good older brother. And it was like just the worst. It sucked. It sucked so much. And this is like probably near the holidays. And then those holidays, I was like, that was just this mortifying, awful experience everything is a mortifying awful experience when you're an adolescent but jesus. this jesus christ so then like just you know like a month later i'm it's christmas morning and i'm opening a box of condoms and sponges in front of my mom <laughs> and then she wants to start having a conversation about it and explain On christmas it to me Day. and i'm like no <clears throat> enough wow <laughs> it's this is great thank you so much i know there's got to be like a pair of airwalks in one of those boxes can we like and i just open, please don't i don't want to do this i just want to crawl out of my skin and die you could have uh, i didn't say this but she could have just given those to me as an afterthought been like you know you're going to be as a stocking stuff yeah hair take no no not as a gift not wrapped up in a paper and put in a Christmas <laughs> stocking just given to her teenage son that would have been fine and it, again the gesture was really sweet and she yes. meant well and it meant a lot and I used the condom of course it did. Uh, but fuck was that an awkward
0: oh, Christmas experience oh yeah wow Whew.
1: Um.
0: well fuck
1: how relieved are you that I didn't say anything that you had ever given me for Christmas to answer that question
0: I think I think I've done really well over the years Oh, you have just killed it. Eh. You have a pretty you have a really strong
1: track record. I think,
0: yeah, I think I with, I think it's consi- I mean some have been better than others, but I think I think I've got a pretty good track record.
1: Oh you've you've no, yeah, you're
0: Yeah. Uh worst Christmas
1: gift you ever received. Now you've had time to you thought about this today.
0: Well shit. I mean your yours is much better than mine. I could um, probably no, there's probably something worse in there. <laughs>
1: I just, that's the first one I thought of. And again, it's not really the worst gift. No. It's just the worst Christmas gift opening experience of my life.
0: I think, I mean, I would have to go back. And I don't want to speak ill of my grandmother, but I, because I love my grandmother. I mean, she's long since passed away, but like there isn't a woman on this planet that I don't think about uh, on a daily basis, or at least a woman who's more influential to my uh, upbringing and, and my sort of the way I view the world and my grandmother is. And mm-hmm. and she adored me and I worshiped the ground that she walked on. She was the matriarch of the family. And, and she was just fucking all love and hugs and smiles and and dinner. Uh, <laughs> she would feed me to no end. Nice. Um, and uh, I wasn't ever allowed to say, no, no, I'm full. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she just pile more food onto the plate. Um But I don't think my grandmother ever really got the knack of Christmas gifts. Like, (laughs) I mean, my grandparents were not wealthy people, but they were very well off. You know, they did very, very well for themselves. Like they had, you know, they they weren't, you know, struggling for money. Uh, That was never really a concern because they would, you know, treat themselves to vacations all the time Mm -hmm. and buy new toys. and, And by toys, I mean like golf carts and you know, just things they don't need, but 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 they got it because they got it because they want it. I like that. Yeah, um, and I'm not saying I deserve any of that, but what I'm like, <laughs> like one year, and I guess I was pretty young. Um, well, I guess young-ish. I guess I was maybe like 18, 19 years old. Um, I got like a a pen and pencil set, which normally would be fine, but it was like a like a a, a A Sitco gas station (laughs) pen and pencil set for women because back when objects were gendered and so they were very thin because apparently women's hands were delicate Uh, and so you can't have a pen pen and pencil set, you know,
1: 1880s female fingers. Yeah,
0: exactly. You can't have a beefy pen and pencil set, (laughs) women can't handle it. So I got like, and it was wrapped, you know, like it was like my grandmother grabbed the nearest thing to her. (coughs) put it in wrapping paper and gave it to me. And it's my grandmother. What the fuck am I going to do? I'm going to say this is, I'm going to look her right in the eye and go, this is the greatest thing I've ever gotten my whole damn life. And, no. But like every Christmas, it was something like that. Like, I think my grandmother thought I was like a very femme uh, woman like, a, like, like, lipstick, heels, hose, the whole thing. Because, like, one year, I got, like, a Munchichi. Remember those? Oh,
1: my God, do I remember Munchichi. I got a
0: Munchichi doll from my grandmother. Were you, like, 17? I, no, I think <laughs> it was maybe, like, 13. Like, old enough to not get a Munchichi. Um, <laughs> and for all you millennials out there, just Google Munchichi.
1: Munchichi, Munchichi, so soft and cuddly. Again, Is that how it went? I think so. Yeah, they were
0: basically the proto-gummy bears. and for, for you, you
1: gummy bears? They weren't
0: food. Gummy bears oh my bouncing God. here and there and everywhere. You're talking
1: about the gummy bears merchandising? Yes! Cayenne?
0: Okay. Okay.
1: <laughs> they were probably more like akin to something like
0: <laughs> troll dolls.
1: Uh,
0: they were like little monkey
1: critters. Little monkey critters. And they had little would, plastic, they were like fuzzy, but they had little plastic thumbs. They could stick their thumbs in their mouths, right? Yes,
0: and they would have like a banana in one hand and a, and a thumb and a, like a like a Fonzie thumb in the other, and yeah. you could put the banana in their mouth or their thumb in their mouth.
1: Um, There's basically a little monkey toy. You just put things in its mouth. Yeah. Wow, the 80s.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but it was like, it was things like that, and I fucking love my grandmother, but like every Christmas, I'm like, Ugh, I, don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't, a I don't know what to expect, except that it's, she's, she, she looked at some random thing and said Nelson would like that. Mm-hmm. And, it was just every year just like oh grandma i love you what are you doing you're <laughs> killing me here i love you very Aww. much i love you with all my heart that's going to get
1: harder <laughs> as you like become a teenager to like you, it's harder than when you like are in that transitional period into your teenage years yeah. to like be aware of like adults feelings yeah And, and know how to pretend and say, oh, this is great. Like, that's not, that's a, that's an advanced skill. Like, you know, I
0: mean, yeah, when you're little, little, if it's not like a shiny toy that makes noise, you don't care. Like socks, you don't give a fuck. No. You want, you want the shiny toy. Yeah. You know, the things that bleeps and bloops and does all the kooky stuff. Right. Yeah. And then as you get older, you start to drift away from the bleeps and the bloops and you actually appreciate things like socks or, or like, you know, uh, I don't know, like a really good pen and pencil set. Yeah. But like, it's just, it was just, it was just one degree removed from my grandmother actually having a thought in her head that of, of an appropriate gift. Um, but, but you know what? She,
1: uh, you know what? She fed the fuck out of you she that day. She
0: fed the fuck <laughs> out of me. That's a, uh, which is weird. Cause it's like, um, uh, this weekend with my, uh, uh, with Lisa, we went to her family's, uh, home and we spent basically eight hours making struffoli.
1: I, what the,
0: (laughs) struffoli is is the most, is this delicious Italian dessert that I'd never had until I met, uh, Lisa and her family. But basically it's little round, like marbles of, uh, fried dough. Mm -hmm. So it's crispy on the outside, chewy on the inside. Um, and, and it's very citrusy forward and, uh, and then it's sort of coated in like this sugar, honey, vanilla uh, syrup with sprinkles on top. It Jesus. is fucking delicious. Um, but we, sp- but it takes a long, long time to make because you have to make the dough. You have to knead the dough. The dough has to rest. You have to cut it up. You have to roll it up into little marbles. And I must have rolled like two million fucking marbles uh, yeah, this weekend. Wow. Um, and then they all have to get deep fried. And then they have to towel off. And then, then you have to make the honey. Sauce with the sugar and everything, and then you have to, and then you have to pour this molten honey sugar concoction onto these dough balls, and also make sure that no one like touches the lava hot goo, or else you got to get like you know, 12th degree burns. I don't even know if that's possible. But what you end up with is this beautiful little mountain of delicious fried doughs and honey, and uh, and that reminded me of like times when my family would make um pasteles, which is this Puerto Rican sort of dish where you grind up like green bananas and yucca and shredded pork and then you take that and you put it in banana leaves and you wrap it up and you boil it and it's fucking delicious. But it's also labor intensive. It takes all fucking day to make these things. Um and so I don't know, I got off track. But like I'm just I'm thinking about like family and Christmas. Yeah. And, you and,
1: know my, my, my family never had any of those kind of like labor intensive Oh really? Uh, uh, like sort of generational sort of traditions we because we're just like just white trash from <laughs> the midwest so <laughs> it was just like every year everything was just, just like you just go
0: down to like Piggly Wiggly and just, pick up a ham We didn't have Piggly
1: Wiggly we had Hy-Vee oh. but it was still just I'm sorry every, what? Hy-Vee 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 Hy-V. Yeah where there's a helpful smile in every aisle H Y Yeah dash yeah V E E huh it's just a chain of small town Are grocery we? stores so I growing up like everything was just like starch and casseroles like every every <laughs> every every one of the big meals and I was fine I was happy with it I was yeah. kind of a picky eater as a kid sure. but like everything was just like canned green beans and and, and ranch dressing like everything and just bland <laughs> brown starchy food but there was there was um, there was this one tradition in, yeah. in on my mother's side of the family they were a bunch of, they were Danes, where there was this, this treat called Ebleskieber. <gasps> Wait, I think I've heard of this. Where it's like, you get this little tray where, and it's kind of like a, a muffin tray, except instead of having like flat bottoms, it's all rounded. And then you cook pancake batter in it but you just have to like keep turning it with like <gasps> yeah, a pointed stick yeah so it like cooks every side and then at the end you eat it with like powdered sugar and jelly that was the only thing that had like any kind of culture that like my, there was like a family tradition and my uncle chuck christmas day uncle chuck could be in the kitchen who wants appleskeeper who wants it, mark you want some appleskeeper and i was the first few few years i was like no i don't want that i don't like that i didn't know what the hell it was, I was just a <laughs> shitty little kid and then i like ate one one time was like oh my god this is wonderful they're just spherical pancakes yeah, and I eat them with jelly and shit. But that was, uh, and that was great. I never learned how to make it or get the gear for it. I just, I enjoyed it because <laughs> it, it felt like, Oh my God, we came from somewhere.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lisa could probably make it. I'm sure she could. Yeah, I'm sure she could. Um, shit. Now I'm hungry for evil skewer. Well, fuck. Um,
1: okay. Since it has, it is the holidays and, yeah. and the Christmas is just Uh, behind us did you say the christmas yes the christmas is just behind us (laughs) okay i feel like there's one thing i want to share that we did together this month that we referenced earlier okay and uh and this was like (gasps) yes oh all right yes yes this is the classic as i get older and and i and when i say as i get older i mean like for the past 10 years uh i i hate making plans um, no shit, and as and when I do, I do it. I feel like mostly begrudgingly, and when those plans arrive, <laughs> I I hate it, and I just yeah. like grin and bear it. And I go and I do these plans. It's
0: different with you because you don't hide I, it. I don't, I'm well aware you don't. No, want to be yeah, there like I,
1: I had a sh- the, the best thing in the world, and I've said this before, the best yeah. thing in the world that ever happens to me, yeah, is somebody canceling plans. Yes, on me. Yes. It's just the fucking best. Yes. Oh my god. Even,
0: even even if it's something that you genuinely would would love to do, you begrudgingly just do it.
1: You know what? If you, here's a Christmas present for for me some year. What's that? This is for anybody, but yeah. especially you. Yeah, yeah.
0: Like the
1: month before Christmas. Yeah. Make like two months worth of plans with me. <laughs> like make me sit down with a calendar and say you're buying tickets for things. And uh-huh. on Christmas Day, I just open up an envelope that says like it's all canceled. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> no but going to the movies with you is not a chore okay. like I we do that all the time yes. and, and it's great and yeah. I just had a shitty day but you had made these plans with me in advance because of this special film screening that was coming up and at the time I was like uh, I'll go to that it's something that I would, would be interested in but I know the day it comes around I'm not gonna wanna do this sure enough day it came around I was just like fuck my heart I don't wanna do this I just wanna go home and be a sad piece of shit by myself yeah um, but I went to the thing anyway and I obviously showed up in a bad mood Yeah, and god damn it if it wasn't the best fucking wasn't it though? Of the of this holiday season it why don't you tell our listeners perfect. what I'm talking about
0: um, well L- Schaefer and I actually have something in common and we've had this in common <laughs> actually, for a very long time and we didn't know this about each other until just a few years ago I think um, we both have a massive love affair of Jim Henson's Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas So much
1: I grew I mean My childhood Christmas has always included Yeah Watching Emmett Otter's On HBO I,
0: I watched I think Pretty consistently I would watch Emmett Otter Every year It'd be a rare year That I didn't watch it Sure I knew,
1: um, I knew all the songs
0: Yeah
1: uh, If you're not familiar It's a The Nightmare it's a Jim Henson, um, like a, I guess a short film. It's 45 minutes long. Yeah, so. it's a
0: short film. Yeah, ma- uh, made for Canadian television.
1: With with
0: Muppets. With, uh, well, um, with, yes, with Muppets. None Ex- of the... Kind
1: none- of exclusive Muppets. You don't see any of them again.
0: No, that's true. Um, and, but it wasn't any of the tried and true Muppets. These, these were uh, uh, brand new, top to bottom, yeah. original characters.
1: Yeah, and it's a musical. Yeah. Um, Lots
0: of music. Music by Paul Williams. I, Paul Williams,
1: yes. And it's just this sweet story about this well, based, Otter, on, based on a
0: children's book
1: based on children's books, yeah. a sweet little story about yeah. a little boy who's in a family of otters, yes. a, a boy and a single mom, they're, yeah. they're, the, the paw passed away. Well, they never say that but... Pa passed away.
0: <laughs> they do that? They no. actually say that? No. No. They, they make...
1: They don't they, talk about him like he ran off.
0: It's, no, 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 no. They, they, they It is strongly strongly suggested that he is no longer with us
1: and then it becomes uh, this kind of story like they're they're poor and alice the mother is like hustling to with odd jobs to make ends meet and emmett's hustling with odd jobs to make ends meet and they don't have they barely got a pot to piss in they're just right. these poor otters living yeah. on the river this
0: christmas particularly particularly is a pretty hard financial season for them
1: and yeah. then the the local town announces they're having a talent contest with a 50 dollar grand prize and emmett wants to get his mom a p- like down payment on a piano and Ma wants to get Emmett a guitar for Christmas. And so they both like scheme behind one another's back to enter this contest. But they both have to sacrifice some cherished belonging of the other one so that they could pay their entry fee and get into this thing. And it's like, what's that called? The Gift of the... The Gift of the Magi. Yeah, it's basically that. Yeah, um, And it's so touching Ugh. and sweet. And it's just, I mean, it's Jim Henson work. It's, it's, per- and th- it's and
0: perfect. And I, I think it's Jim Henson at his most henson at the time like i think it was it was it's both sweet without being saccharine it's adult without being pandering mm-hmm. um it, it talks about very serious issues but also with a lot of humor yeah. and a lot of heart uh and it's just and it's so fucking charming and endearing and yeah yeah uh, um, so, and it
1: just it just your heartstrings so, so it's like we uh, perfectly like so like, I
0: got tickets because Fathom Events did a special screening yeah um, a d-
1: digital print of it or something that the, yeah this, and
0: they partnered it with a with the quote unquote Christmas episode of Fraggle Rock right. Uh, and we we sat through Emmett Otter with this forty five minute lovely lovely movie. We went to and this... and we cried and our we eyes cried. out. <laughs> I like
1: I watched it all through my childhood and no. like all of the like heavy adult stuff. What didn't really like stick to my bones because I was a no, kid. And of course, care. but like ever since my 30s. Yeah. Uh, every time I see it it's just like it just pulls the tears out oh, of me. Oh, absolutely. And ever since my mom died it got even worse because here's this story about this just sweet doting like artist named Alice who yeah. is trying to raise this son on her own as a single mother and yeah. barely making an ends meet and trying to give him the best christmas as she possibly can. Yeah. And it just it just guts me every time.
0: Yeah, I I think and and it's so very human. Like you you have this mother and son who don't really mince words about their financial situation. No. Like they they both realize that they are poor. Yes. And but instead of making that like the gravitas, they actually make fun of it. They crack jokes at the fact that they're they poor. S-
1: make songs up about it. They make it. songs
0: up about it. And I think it's just like it's it's a way of like laughing through the pain. And I think it, that's I think that part is what gets me every single year. Yeah. Like that choice to laugh through the pain and which is something that completely went over my head as a kid but as an adult I'm like oh my god yeah I get that I fucking get that
1: yeah Um, we're broke we can't heat our house we can barely even eat but let's go sledding
0: yeah let's go slide down a a hill you know let's (laughs) Uh, it's wonderful.
1: So if you've seen it, it, it it's, you're annoyed listening to us yes. explain it to you. But if you haven't seen it fix your christmas.
0: Fix your fucking life.
1: But we went to see it in the theater and But here's the, the thing, show.
0: you'll 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 come for the Emmett otter, you'll stay for the nightmare band.
1: Well, of course, yeah, the Riverbottom Nightmare Band who the bad guys in the thing, they're a rock and roll band from from town up the river called Riverbottom. Called Riverbottom. They're just a bunch of just hunk-ass dirtbag <laughs> rock and rollers just leave just devastation in their wake
0: yes <laughs>
1: it was an awesome rock
0: song i'm hungry yeah you're the guy chuck's hungry no i ain't hungry i'm hungry yeah chuck
1: <laughs> the grass does not grow on the places where we stop and stand.
0: Riverbottom Nightmare Band. Yes, the
1: one rock song that they play is just them, yeah. singing about themselves. Yes, about how horrible their they choruses.
0: Are. Yes. The name of their band. Yes, um, Uh yes, and that, and then like they played Fraggle Rock the the with the the Feast of the Bells. I think yeah. it's called. Right. Uh, Something in the Bells Festival of Bells Festival of Bells That's it You
1: know and I I realized While we were watching it yeah. That I had seen that As a kid I saw all of Fraggle Rock I don't remember we're Seeing up. that like,
0: I, I, I may I have remember seen it I just
1: don't remember Bits and pieces as we watched it. But going into it Like the draw was Emmett Otter Yeah And it was like Oh there's some Fraggle Rock Cool that's fine too Yeah I don't really remember That episode but whatever <laughs> It's Jim Henson Sure This whole thing's An hour and a half Right <laughs> I'll be in the mood After I see Emmett Otter and then, like, the Fraggle Rock comes on, and, like, the Fraggle Rock, e- Fraggle Rock episode starts, and the opening title <laughs> sequence starts, and I just fucking shit my heart out, because I was like, oh, I did not really con- consider the weight that I was going to be seeing Fraggle Rock. In Fraggle Rock, I have deep nostalgia tied for, because I watched sure. all of that as a kid, yeah. but I haven't, like, watched that regularly throughout my adult life. Oh, God, no. No. I don't know when the last time was. I saw Fraggle Rock. I mean, maybe I saw an episode for Shits and Giggles 20 years ago. If that, yeah. But I had, like, not really considered how powerful that was going to be. So that opening sequence where you're, like, looking over Gobo's shoulder dun, dun, and he's dun, running from, like, dun, dun, Doc's dun, dun, workshop into the thing, dun, dun, dun. and you see the gory, look cow, Fraggle! Like, all of that <laughs> shit. I just fucking, like, <laughs> my <laughs> the tears that were still on my cheeks began crying. <laughs> <laughs> because I was transported back to uh, childhood. I don't want
0: to. I don't want to spoil this episode of Fraggle Rock for everyone, But this one goes fucking dark. Yeah, it goes real dark, real fucking and if, fast. If you
1: can find it online. Find it. Holy the, shit! It's probably need a bunch of quotes around it. But the quote, 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 unquote, unquote <laughs> Christmas episode of Fraggle yes. Rock.
0: Yes. Festival of Lights. Festival of Bells. Festival, Festival of, of bells. bells.
1: Yeah. Yeah, find find it and real oh and like God. and then and then this take was a for children and consider that this was children's <laughs> programming on HBO oh in the eighties. it's God. excellent, it's lovely, and it has a wonderful message. It's but brilliantly written. Holy shit, is that dark? And they would not write yeah. children's material like that. They today. would
0: that would not get passed by the children's censors. Uh,
1: it's days. one of these things that happens a lot of times where I am very grateful for the childhood that I had. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. Because we grew up with Jim Henson, <laughs> yes, and Jim Henson
0: in his heyday,
1: yeah, and he never like he never talked down to us, no, not once. I mean, today's kids—they've got like they've got they've got a, a similar uh, sort of you know guardian or 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 uh, I don't know Stewart uh, something in in uh, Pixar films.
0: Oh sure. Yeah, yeah. Pixar it's, it's films absolutely. Yeah. Pixar
1: films don't really talk down, but even then like Jim Henson was it was something.
0: Well, those I, I one could argue that the Pixar films can trace back Oh, absolutely. all the way to Jim Henson.
1: I'm sure there are countless like hundreds of people who have transitioned from working for Jim Henson into working at Pixar.
0: Maybe. I don't know about that, but I mean I think the their, oh. their, the way they tell a story, yeah. you know, the way the way they take very adult um, themes and and sort of like film tropes to and translate them for both kids and adults, but not have them not have it basically talked down to. Sure, it, you know what I mean. And it's and can be joy enjoyed on multiple levels.
1: I uh, uh, another like example of this of sure. how the material that we were given as entertainment for children when we were children is, is so much different, and, and how I'm I'm kind of grateful for it is um, like the movie E. T. was a major.
0: Oh, colossal global
1: experience. Colossal. That thing was, it was a huge, huge movie. It just stayed in the theaters for like six months. Yeah. It just yeah. never and went then it, away. And then
0: it came back for like a, a limited release. It after was that. It, like, There's... it
1: was an absolutely global <clears throat> phenomenon. Everybody in the world had seen it. Everybody loved yeah. it. Everybody knew it. It made everybody cry. Yeah. It was so this powerful thing that we all shared. And that movie, that family movie Involves the lead character, the alien, getting shit-faced. Yeah. And also involves one child calling Get- his brother penis breath. Yes.
0: <laughs> God, I love my childhood. And I had to when I saw that movie. I had to. Like, I remember the people in the audience
1: laughing and later asking my mom, like, um, I don't understand this joke. <laughs> and so, you know what? Maybe all those years later, she yeah. was paying me back. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: huh <laughs> wait a minute because <laughs> she was so uncomfortable when I asked her that ET- all, right. all right all
0: right all right uh
1: yeah good times good times anyway happy holidays you rat bastards <laughs>
0: <laughs> Merry Christmas, you four listeners. Uh, Merry Christmas movie house. Merry Christmas nerdy show network. <laughs> Merry <coughs> Christmas you old podcast you.
1: Merry Christmas same old drone.
0: All right, you want you want to take a break?
1: Uh, I do.
0: All right, so I guess uh, we're gonna do we're gonna do something stupid when we get back, right?
1: We always do. Awesome, folks. We're gonna take a quick break, and we will be back in just a moment. Kids, it's your pal Uncle Shafe again. Thanks for waiting in the line, I'm glad you made it in. I gotta warn you though, just in case you hadn't heard, my act is for adults, I use a lot of bad words. And you and me both, we gotta thank your folks enough. They brought you here to hear my complicated grown up stuff, but tonight I'll keep it clean without a swear instead. I'll make like Old Man Parker did when he said, Drop, gum, frat, house, tickle, piper. You mollywop, wonder, house, tickle, piper. I feel the curse and coming while I try to rap. I'll make like the bully kid did when he snapped. Bang, gunk, stinking, house tickle, piper. Barbabus, nickel stain, house tickle, piper. I suppose it goes that when I play all ages shows You know I get a few of those with runny nose and little clothes But it's weird when an underage fan'll go to I
0: like
1: the Man, I hate the smell of tapioca Look, I know it's fun to memorize, recite my features Just don't do it for your friends, folks, or your teachers I did it too when I was young, and if it wasn't right I'd just change up all the dirty parts to something like Drop, dump, frat, and house, tickle, pfeiffer You bully, whoop, wonder, house, tickle, tickle pfeiffer beat a comedian from HBO I would change it at the punchline and I would go bang, gunk, stinkin' house, tickle, viper nickel, stain house, tickle, Piper. Piper. Bust, nickel, house, tickle house, viper tickle, Piper. now I'm older, I've developed new abilities but with them come a set of new responsibilities, I wanna set a good example and it's obvious the changing up my act will help me reach a broader audience and on this policy of PG I won't budge but if I slip up once or twice please don't judge or hold a One time an elbow nudge on stage Made me drop my mic and I was all like
0: Oh, fudge Only I
1: didn't say fudge Drop, gum, fratin', house tickle, Fiper. House tickle piper. You only want wonder, house, tickle, house tickle, piper. I said the big word, bad word, that word, the queen mother, the f dash 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 word. Bang, gum, stinking, house tickle, Fiper. House tickle piper. Bust, nickel, stain, house, tickle, house tickle, piper. I gotta level with ya, this is an allegory. It's just a bunch of bits I ripped off from a Christmas story. It's a movie about a nine year old child who wants a BB gun in 1940 Ohio. Released in 83, stars Peter Billingsley, who later played a small role in Elf in 2003. Everything you hear was lifted from it, it's true. This music and these samples references in this too. Drop, dumb, frat, and house Tickle Piper. Piper. You only want wonder, house tickle, House Tickle Piper. There's lots of magic in this holiday classic. Though the next to last scene's awfully problematic. Extract that and every viewing beats the previous. A Christmas story, catch it every Christmas day on TBS
0: mommy commercial son of a bitch
1: did you know that the epic podcast is presented by the nerdy show podcast network and did you know that the nerdy show podcast network is home to dozens of other programs that are also surely relevant to your nerdy interests oh it's true it's damn true swing by nerdyshow.com and see what treasures await you if you like what you hear please rate and review us on iTunes like and follow us on SoundCloud and Audio Boom, or subscribe and stream on Google Play as listener supported entertainment we rely on you to keep this and other shows on the Nerdy Show Network alive by telling a friend or funding the network via Patreon at Patreon.com/nerdyshow, you can fund the entire Nerdy Show network and unlock a plethora of amazing bonus content and early releases. For more podcasts, articles, community forums, and more, visit NerdyShow.com. And be sure to follow Nerdy Show and the Epic Podcast on all of your favorite social networks. If it's geeky, we've got it covered. Folks, it's the holiday season, and that means holiday movies. Holiday movies. Lugo, what is your favorite holiday movie? Well,
0: hold on. Let's, let's, well, do, let's do a distinction here.
1: Right. So not, talki- not Independence Day <laughs> <laughs> or Halloween.
0: Right. What is your
1: favorite Christmas movie? All
0: right. Well, hold on. I think we need further clarification. Okay. Here. Are you talking about an actual Christmas movie or a movie that takes place during Christmas? Okay. Look. I'm glad you brought that up.
1: Yeah, because this is a, a popular refrain on social media every uh-huh. year, w- mm-hmm. which has grown to fever pitch this fever year. Fever pitch. Wait, the, something on the internet grew to a fever pitch? I somebody film at eleven. I know people beat something to death. It's crazy. Uh, <laughs> the the sheer number of memes that have been shared this season, uh-huh. people arguing whether or not Die Hard is a Christmas movie, okay. has grown preposterous.
0: Oh, okay. Because Die Hard that's is a weird, movie. That's a weird thing to to like. Build your final stand on.
1: But. I, it sure is, but again, the internet.
0: <laughs> right.
1: Uh, a number of people argue. Well, my favorite Christmas movie is Die Hard. Yes, because Die Hard takes place during Christmas. There are right. lots of movies that take place during Christmas that yes. aren't Christmas movies, like uh, Batman Returns. Sure. The Gremlins. Yeah. And here's here's the thing. Here's my opinion on this. If if you if that is your favorite Christmas movie. Uh huh. That's fine. Enjoy it. That's great. Watch it at Christmas. Yeah. Get grandma up and watch John McClane save those hostages. (laughs) Star Wars are Christmas movies for me because because they're movies about family. Yeah. Because they make me feel good inside. Yeah. And because they remind me of the best Christmases of my childhood, which was, you know, receiving Star Wars toys.
0: Uh, My favorite Christmas movie is Little Shop of Horrors. There's
1: no... Oh, we
0: watch because yeah. we watch that, and we sing watch along. It every single year. Yeah, we do. Yeah.
1: That's that's a tradition over here at Studio 6E. <laughs> Um <laughs> If you if if Die Hard's your favorite Christmas movie, and it's been a tradition of yours, that's great. Enjoy it, Enjoy but it. Yeah. But, and I'll get to that. But in a second. So, what is your favorite Christmas movie?
0: Um. Who oh boy? I think I think my my favorite Christmas movie uh kind of bounces around but recently uh, I've been really I've really been digging uh Elf. It's just great. Yeah. And it gets better every year. It gets better every year cuz I miss things that like little little nuance stuff and it's just it's so wonderfully acted and everybody plays it so sincere and so grounded and it's just so fucking funny.
1: There's so there's like so many dumb burp jokes in it. And yet after all these years of seeing it, it still pulls the tears in that last scene where all the people have to sing and believe in Santa Claus. Right. And that gets me every time. I think, Uh, I think it's, I think elf is a classic.
0: Yeah. And it also has that sort of wonderful, like second, third level stuff. Like if you like, like you and I, for instance, we grew up with the Rankin and Bass, Claymation mm-hmm. um, holiday shorts, and so this movie pays really kind of wonderful tribute and homage mm-hmm. to those characters that people who were born, say, I don't know, this la- this latest generation, like my nephew who just turned, I think, like eight or nine. He doesn't know what those things are. No, so I mean, I mean, he'll look at that movie and he'll 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 see it on a, on a certain level of like, oh, that's a cute non sequitur but like old fucks like we are like oh that's a thing I know bye buddy
1: hope you find your dad <laughs> and like Peter Billingsley it plays a small part
0: in it yeah so yeah. there's a lot a of nice, nods to it's like a nice our, little wink and nod yeah. to like the old stuff that we grew up on yeah uh, but yeah no I love it I yeah. love Elf I, do, I love it too Fuck! Now, now, I, now, I want to go see Elf.
1: I obviously I love A Christmas Story, as of course. demonstrated by the song that played a minute ago.
0: <laughs> yes, you have. You have. I mean, there are people who love a Christmas Story, and then there's you. You have an, like a really unhealthy fascination with this movie. That movie came
1: out in 1983, uh-huh. and the lead character is a nine year old boy. And in 1983, I was a nine year old boy, and I saw it in the theater. And
0: I never saw it in the theater, so yeah. I guess maybe that's the missing the missing link maybe. there.
1: Um, so I, I love that one. I, I I love a lot of Christmas movies.
0: I do too. But
1: here's 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 the thing that I want to say, going back to the ride or die, diehard Christmas movie fans. Uh
0: huh. And I love I, I love Die Hard. It's I think, great. I think Die Hard's a great movie. It's
1: great. I am here to tell you that the greatest Christmas movie ever made, like, and not from some ironic point of view, but from a worldwide recognized oh, point yeah. of view. Fr- from an objective
0: point of view. The
1: greatest Christmas movie ever made. Is not a Christmas movie. It, no, it's like a two and a half hour movie that ends. That happens to be Christmas Eve, right? And then seconds later, when yeah. the movie ends, right, everybody's singing the New Year's Eve song. It's right, like it's, yeah. It's not a Christmas movie. It just culminates at Christmas. Yeah. So I really all of that just to say, like, your stance on Die Hard is not special. And
0: you're not special.
1: And you're not special, yes.
0: Um, (laughs) Merry Christmas from the Epic Podcast.
1: (laughs) So, tonight, we would like to pay homage to the greatest Christmas film of all time. That isn't actually a Christmas film. That isn't actually a Christmas film. Roll it! The Epic PieCast Players present Frank Capra's It's a Wonderful Life. At least a little bit of it. When we open, we meet George Bailey. George is an ambitious young man who has dreamed of shaking off the dust of Bedford Falls and getting out and exploring the world ever since he was a young boy. But unfortunately, those dreams were cut short when... His younger brother, Harry, was drafted into the army and his father died. George was left in the position of taking over the family business, the building and loan, the only small business in their little dusty town that wasn't owned by the greedy, evil Mr. Potter. George let go of his dream and he put down roots, took over the family business, and spent all of his energy just trying to keep it afloat and out of Potter's grasp. Eventually married his, his teenage love Donna Reed Mary Hatch they moved into a house that had sentimental value and had four children after his alcoholic Uncle Billy lost an $8,000 deposit it meant certain doom for the building and loan George destitute on this Christmas Eve realizing that financial ruin was on his horizon ran out of the house leaving his family behind went to the local bar and got drunk, and got punched out by a school teacher that he mouthed off to on the phone. Eventually, George found his way to a bridge. He thought about just ending it all, just doing the unspeakable. Moments before George could end his life, another man, unknown to George, jumped off that bridge in front of him. George instinctually leapt off the bridge to save the man's life, which he did. And that is where our scene begins. Interior Toll House on Bridge. Night.
0: I didn't have time to get into some stylish underwear. My wife gave this to me on my last birthday. I passed away in it. Oh! Tom Sawyer's drying out too. You should read the new book Mark Twain is writing now. How'd you happen to fall in? I didn't fall in. I jumped in to save you. Uh, You you what now? To save me? Well, I did, didn't I? You didn't go
1: through with it, did you? Go through with what? Suicide. It's against the law
0: to commit suicide around here. Yeah, it's against the law where I come from, too. Where do you come from? Heaven. I had to act quickly. That's why I jumped in. I knew if I were drowning, you'd try to save me. And you see, you did. That's how I saved you. Well, very funny. Oh, y- your lip's bleeding, George.
1: Yeah, I got a bust in the jaw and answer to a prayer a little bit
0: ago. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm the answer to your prayer. That's why I was sent down here. How do you know my name? Oh, I know all about you. I've watched you grow up from a little boy. What are you, a mind reader or something? Oh, no, no. Well, who are you then? Clarence Oddbody, AS2.
1: Oddbody? AS2? What's that, AS2? Angel, second class. Oh, brother, I wonder what martini put in those drinks. Hey, what's with you?
0: What did you just say a minute ago? Why'd you want to save me? That's what I was sent down for. I'm your guardian angel. I wouldn't be a bit
1: surprised.
0: Ridiculous of you thinking of killing yourself for money and for $8,000.
1: Yeah, just just, things just like that. Now, how did you know that? I told you. I'm your guardian angel. I know everything about you. You look like the kind of angel I'd get. Sort of a
0: fallen angel, aren't you? What happened to your wings? Well, I haven't gotten my wings yet. That's why I'm an angel second class.
1: I don't know whether I like it very much being seen around with an angel without any wings.
0: Oh, well, I've got to earn them. And, and you'll help me, won't you? Oh, sure, sure. Uh, how? By letting me help you. Only one
1: way you can help me. You don't happen to have 8,000 bucks on you.
0: Oh, no. No, no, no. We don't use money in heaven.
1: Oh, oh that's right. I keep forgetting. Comes in pretty da- handy down here, bub. Oh,
0: tut, tut, tut.
1: I found it out a little late. I'm
0: worth more dead than alive. Now look, you mustn't talk like that. I won't get my wings with that attitude. You just don't know all that you've done. If it hadn't been for you... Yeah,
1: if it hadn't been for me, everybody would be a lot better off. My wife, and my kids, and my friends. Look, little fella, go go off and haunt somebody else, will ya?
0: No, you... You don't understand. Oh, I've got my shut job. shut up, will you? This isn't gonna be easy. So, you think killing yourself would make everyone feel happier, huh?
1: Oh, I don't know. I guess you're right. I suppose it would have been better if I'd never even been born at all. Huh? Wait, 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 what'd you say? I said I wish I'd never been born.
0: Oh, oh, no, no. You mustn't. You mustn't say things like that. You... Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Well, that's an idea. Hey, what do you think? Yeah. Yeah, that'll do it. All right. You've got your wish. You've never been born. What did you say? You've never been born. You don't exist. You haven't a care in the world. No worries. No obligations. No $8,000 to get. No potter looking for you with the sheriff. Come again, say something else in my bad ear. Sure.
1: You can hear out of it. Well, that's a doggone thing. I haven't heard anything out of that ear since I was a kid. Must have been that jump in the cold water. And your lips stopped bleeding too, George. What do you know about that? What happened? Well, our clothes are dry. What do you know about that? Now come on, get your clothes and we'll stroll up to my car and get... Oh, I'm sorry. I'll stroll. You'll fly.
0: (laughs) I can't fly? I haven't got my wings. Oh,
1: you haven't gotten your wings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Exterior street outside Nick's place. Night. What's the matter? Well, this is where I left my car and it isn't here. You have no car? Well, I had a car and it was right here. I guess somebody moved it.
0: Good evening.
1: Oh, say, hey. Where's my car, dude? I beg your pardon? My car. My car. I'm the fellow that owns a car that ran into your tree. What tree? Well oh, now, what do you mean, what tree? This tree. Here, I ran into it. I cut a big gash in the side of
0: it here. Oh, you must mean two other trees. You had me worried. One of the oldest trees in Potterville. P- Pottersville? You mean Bedford Falls? I mean Pottersville. Don't you think I know where I live? What's the matter with you? Oh, I don't know. Cl- Clarence? Either I'm off my
1: nut or he is. Or you are. <laughs> well, it isn't me. Well, maybe I left the car up at Martini's. Well, come on, Gabriel. Clarence. Clarence. Right, Clarence. Interior, Nick's bar, night. That's all right. Go on in. Martini's a good friend of mine. There's a place to sit down. Sit down. Oh, hello, Nick. Nick. Hey, where's Martini? You want a Martini? No, no, Martini, your boss. Where is he? Look, I'm the boss. You want a drink or don't you? Okay, all right. Double bourbon. Quick, huh? Okay. What's yours?
0: You know, I was just thinking... Um... <laughs> it's
1: It's been so long since I... Look, mister, I'm standing here waiting for you to make up your mind.
0: That's a good man. I was just thinking of a Flaming Rum... No, 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 no. It's, it's not cold enough for that. Um, Not nearly cold enough. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Um, ooh, I got it. Mulled wine. Heavy on the cinnamon and light on the clothes. Off with you, my lad, and be lively.
1: Hey, look, mister, we serve hard drinks in here for men who want to get drunk fast. And we don't need any characters around to give the joint atmosphere. Is that clear? Or do I have to slip you my left for a convincer?
0: What's he talking
1: about? Nick, Nick, just, just give him the same as mine. He's okay. What's the matter with him? I never saw Nick act like that before.
0: Oh, you'll see a lot of strange things from now on. Oh, yeah.
1: Hey, little fella, you worry me. You got some place to sleep? No. You don't, huh? Well, you got any money? <laughs> no. Well, no wonder you jumped in the river.
0: I jumped in the river to save you, so I can get my wings.
1: Oh, that's right.
0: Oh, uh-oh. <laughs> Somebody just made it. Made what? Well, every time uh, you hear a bell, it means that some angel's got his wings. Look, I think it may be a better not mention getting your wings around here. Why? Don't they believe in angels? Uh, yeah, but, you know... Then why should they be surprised when they see one?
1: <laughs> he, he, he never grew up. He's, uh... How old are you anyway, Clarence?
0: Um... Two hundred and ninety-three, uh, next
1: May. That does it. Out you two pixies go, through the door, out the window. Look, Nick, what's wrong? And that's another thing. Where do you come off calling me Nick? Well, Nick, that's your name, isn't it? What's that got to do with it? I don't know you from Adam's off Ox. Hey. Hey, you, Rummy. Come here, come here. Didn't I tell you never to come panhandling around here? Mr. Gower? Mr. Gower, Mr. Gower, this is George Bailey. Don't you know me?
0: No. No.
1: Throw him out. Throw him out. Hey, what is... Hey, Nick! Nick, isn't that Mr. Gower, the druggist? You know, that's another reason for me to not like you. That rumhead spent 20 years in jail for poisoning a kid. If you know him, you must be a jailbird yourself. Would you show these gentlemen to the door? Hey, look at me!
0: I'm giving out wings! You see, George, you were not there to stop Gower from putting that poison into. What do you the- mean I wasn't
1: there? I remember distinctly. What? The- hey, hey, what's going on around here? Look, who are you? I told you, George. I'm your guardian angel. Yeah, yeah, I know you told me that. What else are you? What are you? What are you, a hypnotist?
0: No, of course not.
1: Well, then why am I seeing all these strange things? Don't
0: you understand, George? It's because you were not born. Well, if I wasn't born, then who am I? You're nobody. You have no identity.
1: What do you mean, no identity? My name's
0: George Bailey. There is no George Bailey. You have no papers, no cards, no driver's license, no F4 card, no insurance policy. And they're not in your pockets, either. What? Zuzu's petals. You've been given a great gift, George. A chance to see what the world would be like without you. Now,
1: wait a minute here, wait a minute. Uh, This is some sort of funny dream I'm having here. So long, mister, I'm going home. Home? What home? Now shut the fuck up! Cut it out! You're, you're, You're crazy! That's what I think. You're screwy! And you're driving me crazy, too. I'm, I'm seeing things. I'm going home, and I'm going to see my wife and family. You understand that? And I'm going home alone.
0: How am I doing, Joseph? Thanks. No, I didn't have a drink.
1: Exterior Street Night Hey. Hey, where did the building and loan move to?
0: Uh, the building and what? The, the Bailey building and loan. It was up there. They went out of business years ago. Hey, Ernie, can you take me home in your cab?
1: I'm, I'm off my nut. Hey, uh, where do you live? Aw, oh, now, doggone it, Ernie. Don't you start pulling that stuff. You know where I live. 320 Sycamore. Now hurry up. Okay. Wait, 320 Sycamore? Yeah, yeah, hurry up. Zuzu's sick. All right. Listen to me now. Now, you are Ernie Bishop, and you live in Bailey Park with your wife and kid. That's right, isn't it? You seen my
0: wife? Seen your wife? I've been to your house a hundred times! Look, bud, what's the idea? I live in a shack in Potter's Field, and my wife ran away three years ago and took the kid. And I ain't never seen you before in my life. Okay. Just take me home. Where'd you say again? 320 Sycamore? That's the place? Of course it's the place! Well, friend, that house ain't been lived in for twenty years. What do you mean? What's happened to the house? Where's Mary? Where's my kids? All right, all right, come along now, Ernie. What's the matter with
1: you? You were here on my wedding night. You you stood out here on the porch and you sung to us. Don't you
0: remember? Now look, look now, now. You 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 be a good kid, and I'll take you into a doctor. Okay, everything's gonna be all right, Ernie. Now listen to me. It's that fellow over there.
1: See? He says he's an angel. He's tried to hypnotize me. Now that's just enough, pal. All right.
0: I didn't I didn't want to do this. What's wrong with you, Ernie? <laughs> Strange, isn't it? Each man's life touches so many other lives, and when he isn't around, he leaves an awful hole, doesn't he? Clarence? Yes, George? Where's Mary? Oh. Well, uh, I can't... I don't
1: know how you know these things, but tell me, where is she? I... If you uh, know where
0: she is, tell me where my wife is! I, I'm not, I'm not Please, really supposed Karen, to- Please, Clarence, tell me where she is! You're, you're not gonna like it, Jerry! Where is she? She's, she's an old maid! She, she never got married! Oh, where's Mary? She's, where is she? She's, 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 about to close up the library! No! I'm gonna find her! There must be some easier way to get my wings!
1: Exterior, library, night.
0: Mary! Mary!
1: Mary, it's George! Don't you know me? What's happened to us? I don't know you. Let me go. Mary, please! Oh, don't do this to me! Please, Mary, help me! Where's our kids? I need you, Mary! Help me, Mary! Somebody call the police! He needs a street jacket! Hit him with a bottle! Tom! Ed! Charlie! That's my wife! (sighs) Oh, no, you don't! Clarence! Clarence, where did you go? Help me! Exterior Bridge Over River. Night. Clarence! Help me, Clarence. Get me back. Get me back. I don't care what happens to me. Only get me back to my wife and kids. Help me, Clarence, please. I want to live again. I want to live again. Please, God, let me live again. Hey, George. George,
0: you all right? Hey, hey, what? Hey, what's the matter? Get out of here, Bert, or I'll hit you. Get out. What the Sam Hill are you yelling for, George? Don't you... George? Bert? Bert, do you know me? No, you? Are you kidding? I've been looking all over town trying to find you. I saw your car pulled into that tree down there, and I thought maybe... Hey, your mouth's bleeding. Are, are, are you sure you're all right? My mouth's bleeding. Bert, my mouth's bleeding. Oh, Zuzu's pedals.
1: Zuzu's pedals, they're, they're here. Bert, what do you know about that? Ha <laughs> ha! Merry Christmas! Oh, Merry Christmas, Bedford Falls. Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas, Joy! Merry Christmas, Movie House! Merry Christmas, Emporium! Merry Christmas, you wonderful old building alone! Merry Christmas, Mr.
0: Potter! Uh, happy New Year to you! In jail! Go on home, they're waiting for you!
1: Interior, George's Home, Night. Merry Well, hello, Mr. Bank Examiner! Uh, Mr. Bailey, there's a deficit. I know! $8,000! George, I got a little paper here. Oh, pet it's a warrant for my arrest. Isn't it wonderful? Merry Christmas! Where's Mary? Mary! Oh, look at this wonderful old drafty house! Mary! Mary! Have you seen my wife? Merry Christmas, Daddy! Merry Christmas! Kids! Pete! Kids! Janie, Tommy, I could eat you up! Where's your mother? She went looking for you with Uncle Billy! Daddy! Zuzu! Zuzu, my little ginger snap, how do you feel? Fine. Hallelujah! George! Darling! Mary! Mary! George! Darling! Where have you been? Oh, you have no idea what's happened to me! You have no idea what's happened. Well, come on, George. Come on downstairs quick. They're on their way. Alright! Now you stand right over there by the tree. Right there. And don't move. Don't move! I hear him now, George. It's a miracle! It's a miracle! Come in, Uncle Billy. Everybody, in here. Isn't it wonderful?
0: Mary did it, George. Mary did it. She told a few people you were in trouble, and they scattered all over town collecting money. They didn't even ask questions. They just said, if George is in trouble, count on me. You never saw anything like it. Hello,
1: George. How are you? Harry? Harry? I left as soon as I got Mary's telegram. A toast to my big brother, George, the richest man in town. Look, Daddy. Teacher says every time a bell rings, an angel gets his wings. That's right.
0: That's right. Had a boy, Clarence. Dear George, remember, no man is a failure who has friends. Thanks for the wings. Love, Clarence. Thank you! Thank you! Thank you! Thank you! Thank you so much, oh, Frank Capra. Man, oh, I got that uh, post-performance buzz. Yeah, yeah.
1: I got the little like teary. It's that last line. It's Clarence's line yeah. in the book yeah. every time. That's I've watched it every like. It, it was a tradition in my family. Mm-hmm. We would watch it. My brother would come home from college, and we would uh-huh. watch it on Christmas Eve. Uh-huh. and then on Christmas Day we would watch Christmas Story, and whatnot. but Christmas Eve. And then all through like adulthood in my mom's house for Christmas. Always made me cry. <laughs> well, not when I was a punk ass teenager. I'd actually just kind of grumble. And be like, this stupid old Black and White movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But once I got into my 20s, I was like, oh, I get it now. And it still gets me. <laughs> still, and it always will.
0: Uh, no, it's, it's one of my favorites. And it's, it's, it's interesting if you know any sort of trivia about the film. It did not do well. Oh, it was a failure. Yeah, at the box office. It was, I suppose, I mean, not a not a flat out, flop but pretty damn close to it it just was not a popular film
1: like it wasn't it wasn't popular it wasn't uh, commercially successful it wasn't critically successful people were like it's too dark
0: yeah this yeah. is too
1: grim it's about a man trying to kill himself
0: exactly uh but it found new life when it went to syndication on television
1: yeah which must i don't know if i don't know Anything about the life of Frank Capra, but I assume he was probably dead by the time it became a
0: classic, and that sucks uh, i don't actually, I don't know, but if you know, send us an email <laughs> at epicpycast at gmail such
1: an incredible movie to labor over and then and then to have it be a disaster <laughs> and then to die and then years later, yeah, in well, fact, like, in
0: fact, the scene at the bar where he loses it mm-hmm. and he just starts crying over his whiskey, yeah. Frank Capra wanted uh, Jimmy Stewart to do that scene again mm-hmm. because he wanted another angle or a close up, right? Uh-huh. Uh, and, and Jimmy's like, "I don't, I don't have it in me." And so that scene is a wide shot that was pulled into was pulled in closer in post, huh? Yeah, and it's just one take. Yeah, one take because they only got that they got that one yep. performance.
1: Excellent, freaking love it. Yeah. Well, I think that's gonna be it for us.
0: Uh it's a good one to go out on. Yeah. It's, it's a
1: it's a good thing to go on. It's not just, that's going to be it for us for this episode. But that's it for 2018. That's it for 2018. It's a wrap. It was a... Let's put this one to bed. It was a bad year. And a good year. It's... But 2019 is going to be better. <laughs> is it? If more indictments come down. The yes. walls are closing in <laughs> on that fucking nightmare turd. <laughs> uh, do you have anything that you would like to plug in the new year?
0: Um... No, I don't, <laughs> I don't have anything other than maybe begging our two listeners. If you would like to have a, a very dark and introspective uh, solo show with Magic in your hometown, uh, shoot me an email at nelsonrlugo at gmail.com. That's, That's nelsonrlugo Nelson at Lugo gmail.com. Dot
1: com. It's worth it, folks. It's a great show. <laughs> and he's great company.
0: That's true. To a point. I'm very neat. He is very neat. i like him. He's
1: He is very, he's very,
0: well, I'm a very neat house guest.
1: Oh, I just meant like your magic is really
0: neat. Oh, that's true too. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You're a slob. Well, no, you're not.
0: No, I mean,
1: I'm, I'm, you're not anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Look at the line of that beard. (laughs) (laughs) I would like to plug a couple things. Go for it.
0: Do it. Do the thing.
1: On Friday, January 4th, I will be in National Harbor, Maryland, at the Gaylord for Magfest. Woo-hoo. I will be performing on uh, that Friday night in one of the small spaces downstairs, uh, the Jam Space, at a thing called Vandal Jam. <laughs> it's <is> a nerdcore <laughs> showcase being produced by Vince Vandal. It will feature uh, Shubzilla featuring Bill Beats. Nice. Uh, Kadesh Flow will be there. Ooh. Number of acts will be there. Yeah. And also including. The Department of Darkness, which is Vince Vandal and myself and a number of guests from the records. We'll be performing some songs
0: from the Department of Darkness debut record. Uh, DJ Lugotron will not be there. No. Because he's too expensive. Way too expensive. But uh, if you want to protest his not being there, go to the show and just, and just stare into Schaefer with lifeless dead eyes and just uh, uh, a single word
1: dj i will say this right now if anybody shows up <laughs> if anybody shows up at this show yeah friday january 4th yeah at magfest yeah you come and you see the department of darkness and you bring up like a picket sign that
0: says where's lugo <laughs> where's lugatron where's lugatron you will get a free lugatron pin You'll get something. I will give you something for free.
1: And I, I'm. it's going to be a surprise. You're going to get the free Lugo merch gift bag. But I, you will be rewarded. You show up there with a picket sign that says, where's Lugo? Or something about Lugatron. Even if your sign just says DJ, <laughs> you will be rewarded. But that do you can't scribble that on a piece no, of paper. No, no, it's got to no. have a handle. you got to do
0: it right. It's got to be a picket sign. Yeah, you got to do it right. It's got to be like a, a large poster board or a sign on a handle.
1: And I'll bring extra merch just to reward you <laughs> for following these simple instructions. Uh, and I'll be doing a few other things while I'm down there. I'll be making cameo during uh, Lexa Lexicon Artist's main stage performance and also MC Frontalot's main stage performance. And there's a, there's a Nerdcore panel on Friday, too, and I don't really know anything about that. Or Are you really. sitting in on that? Yeah, I don't oh, really. Sweet. I never know what to do on panels.
0: <laughs> Answer questions? I'm the,
1: I'm the worst panel guest
0: you don't know how to answer questions no it
1: always gets really dark because it'll be like they'll ask a question of the panel and then they'll go down the row and everybody will say something kind of like charming or inspiring sure and they'll get to me and it just like then it's just storm clouds <laughs> oh, why do you make music well i just like really liked the way that it, it made an audience move it helped me connect with people when i was young it helped me like really kind of find my voice and like you know develop self-esteem build confidence Why do you make music, Schaefer? Well, because if I didn't, I'd just be just shoving a collection of shotguns in my mouth every day. (laughs) This is the only thing I have. The the completion of these little menial projects of my my vanity activity is the only thing that keeps me on this earth. Anything else? Did you want me to sign something? (laughs) It's like that every time. And I try to remember, like, don't do that this time. All right, but I do it that time. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so <laughs> you
0: should have some pre-written answers that way you don't have to ad lib. I really should. Yeah,
1: it's like it's a, that's a, that's a genuinely good idea.
0: <laughs> um,
1: on Saturday, January nineteenth, if you're a Twin Peaks fan, you'll know that that date is one one nine. That means I <laughs> will be back at Joe's Pub in New York City hosting. The Pink Room Burlesque's eighth annual Miss Twin Peaks pageant. Eight years, yeah, sweet jeebus. It's the biggest uh, Pink Room Burlesque show of the year. There's yeah. and, you know, there's a number of these Twin Peaks burlesque shows throughout the year, but the Miss Twin Peaks pageant is the big one. It's the one we pull out all the stops, and I'll have uh, I'll be bringing some new characters, got some new costumes. will uh, be the performers are bringing some new acts. There's going to be a lot of weird shit. Okay, and again, if you watch season three, you'll know one one nine. Uh, So you can see me there, and you should, because it's a lot of fun. Awesome. And I think that's it. That's all I got. Awesome. Let's do this. Uh, Before we go, I just want to say, hey, Happy New Year, Nelson.
0: Oh, Happy New Year, Schaefer.
1: I think, and I, I mean this genuinely, I think it's going to be a good one for us.
0: Me too. So this has been episode 65. I have been your host, Nelson Lugo.
1: I have been your other host, Schaefer the Dark Lord.
0: Be safe and happy new year.
1: Old lang syne. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Epic Piecast. We'd love to listen to you, too. So send us your feedback, questions, love mail, hate mail, recipes, and fan fiction to Piecast at gmail.com. As listener-supported entertainment, we rely on you to keep this and other shows on the Nerdy Show Network alive by telling a friend or funding the network via Patreon. Any size contribution gets you exclusive outtakes, episodes and images from across the network, and there's even more perks available. Just head to patreon.com/nerdyshow. To find out how you or your company can underwrite this or other nerdy show programming, visit nerdyshow.com/sponsorships. If you like what you've heard, please rate and review us on iTunes. Like and follow us on SoundCloud and Audioboom, or subscribe and stream on Google Play. For more podcasts, articles, community forums, and more, visit nerdyshow.com. And be sure to follow Nerdy Show and The Epic Podcast on all of your favorite social networks. If it's geeky, we've got it covered.
0: Interior, Potter's Office,
1: Day. Thank you, sir. Quite a cigar, Mr. Potter. You like it? I'll send you a box. Well, I, I suppose I'll find out sooner or later, but just what exactly did you want to see me about?
0: George, <laughs> now that's just what I like so much about you, George. I'm an old man, and most people hate me, but I don't like them either, so that makes it all even. You know just as well as I do that I run practically everything in this town but the Bailey Building and Loan. You know also that for a number of years I've been trying to get control of it or kill it, but I haven't been able to do it. You've been stopping me. In fact, you have beaten me, George. And as anyone in this county can tell you, that takes some doing. Take during the depression, for instance. You and I were the only ones that kept our heads. You saved the building and loan, and I saved all the rest. Yes, well, m- most people say you stole all the rest. The envious ones say that, George. The suckers. Now, I have sta- stated my side very frankly. Now, let's look at your side. Young man, 27, 28, married... Making, say, 40 a week? 45. 45. 45. Out of which, after supporting your mother and paying your bills, you're able to keep, say, 10. If you skimp. A child of two comes along and you won't even be able to save 10. Now, if this young man of 28 was a common, ordinary yokel, I'd say he was doing just fine. But George Bailey is not a common, ordinary yokel. He's an intelligent, smart, ambitious young man who hates his job. Who hates the building and loan almost as much as I do. A young man who's been dying to get out on his own ever since he was born. A young man, the smartest one in the crowd, mind you. A young man who has to sit by and watch his friends go places because he's trapped. Yes, sir, trapped into frittering his Laugh away playing nurse to a lot of garlic eaters. Do I paint a correct picture or do I exaggerate? Well now what's your point, Mr. Potter? My point My point is I want to hire you. Hire me? I want you to manage my affairs. Run the properties. George, I'll start you out at twenty thousand dollars a year. Twenty thousand twenty thousand dollars a year you would not mind living in the nicest house in town buying your wife a lot of fine clothes a couple of business trips to new york a year maybe once in a while europe you wouldn't mind that would you george
1: would i you're not talking to somebody else around here are you you know, this
0: is me. You remember me? George Bailey. <laughs> oh, yes. George Bailey, whose ship has just come in, provided he has brains enough to climb aboard. What about the building and Oh, confound it, man. Are you afraid of success? I am offering you a three-year contract at $20,000 a year starting today. Is it a deal or isn't? Well, Mr. Potter,
1: I. Yeah, I know I ought to jump at the chance, but I. I just. Well, I wonder if it would be possible for you to give give me 24
0: hours to think it over. Oh, sure, 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 sure. You, you go home and, and talk about it with your wife. I'd like to do that. In the meantime, I'll draw up the papers.
1: All right, sir. Okay, George. Okay, Mr. Potter. No, 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 no. Now, wait a minute here. I don't have to talk to anybody. I know right now, and the answer is no. No, doggone it. Oh, you sit around here, and you spin your little webs, and you think the whole world revolves around you and your money. Well, it doesn't, Mr. Potter. In the, in the whole vast configuration of things that say you are nothing more but a scurvy little spider, you... And that goes for you, too. And it goes for you, too. Fuck! <laughs> I like your Mr. Potter. It's a little boss hog. <laughs> I think that was pretty solid. It was, yeah. a, it, was, it was a good
0: choice. Thank you.
1: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands.